If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. There's a lot to go on with this. You can make money from your podcast, no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Remember, your podcast journey starts here. Hello and welcome to another episode of Literally Just Airplanes. It's been a long time. The last time I posted an episode was April 4th. Since then, a lot has happened. A lot of work has happened. Uh, tell you a little about myself. I am a AMP mechanic. Work on corporate jets. I am experienced, proficiently at least, on a lot of these airframes, from Embraer's to Textron aircraft. And I'm learning about a lot of publications when it comes to troubleshooting. And a lot of these have to deal with being able to troubleshoot using the FIM, which is also the fault isolation manual, and some other big big things. But today we're going to talk about the different types of colors of cast messages. And a lot of times, with especially with Bombardier aircraft such as the Challenger, the Global, there are different colors you're gonna you're gonna receive. Usually, you're gonna get a white status message. A cyan advisory message, an amber message, which is a caution, and a warning, which is red. We're going to go over some examples on how to find problems with different types of Bombardier aircraft, but most likely today we're going to talk about the global aircraft, and this is global 5000 through XRS to global 6000 and Global Express. So first off, we're going to start with the white messages. I know this is kind of hard to show you through a podcast talking like this, but you know, it's it's a different experience to be able to distinguish between um, the different colors. And SmartFix Plus does a great job of that through Bombardier, and this can help you through all the Bombardier aircraft. So this can this includes clear jet 45s through the challengers through the globals. But since this one is particular with globals, we're gonna start off with that. We're gonna pick four in each category to go over. Not gonna make it super long, considering that there's multiples of tens in each chapter. We're gonna go over some that are our main issues that will usually will usually pinpoint to two issues. So the white, like I said before, is just more of just being able to notice what you're turning off, what you're turning on, what is closed, what is open, what is auto, what is manual. So the first thing we're going to go off of is we're going to go through, we're going to do ram air on. So the nice thing about these, the SmartFix Plus, and this is not really a tutorial on SmartFix Plus, but it can be, and I could go over that in the next episode. We'll see how things go, but... So far, we're gonna go over different types of overviews. So it's gonna, what's gonna happen is you're gonna see, you're gonna hear the ram on, air on, that's a status message. And what I like about this is, when you think of ram air, you're thinking of ATA code 21. And once the ATA 21 is 
noticed, you know, and a lot of the times you're going to see MELs and and a bunch of other control issues where they're going to have the ATA chapter. So put that in the back of your head as well. But when you're looking through troubleshooting, you're going to want to know, understand why the RAM error on status meshes is put in. So the fault description is the RAM error push button of the bleed air control panel is not set to the on position. So what are possible causes of this? Some possible causes to this can be the RAM air push button bleed air control panel can be messed up or associated wiring. And you'll notice in a lot of these, even the reds, you're going to see associated wiring as possible causes of problems. Now, through SmartFix, the one thing I like is it will show you what the possible problems can be. Removal of the switch, removal of the bleed air control panel, you know, wire repair, they're going to have that as well. And they're, they're going to be through different manuals. So for something like this, you know, you're going to go through the steps. This one has one through six, so that's going to be on the shorter scale. So on the bleeder control panel, when you're troubleshooting, the first thing you want to do is be able to test it, make sure it actually does work. Sometimes you're going to have an ops check where the, the things actually don't work, and you're just going to have to do multiples, different types of testing. So the first thing you're going to do is make sure the push button is on, and make sure it is not set to on. So actually take that back. It says make sure the push button switch is not set to on. You're going to swap the PBAs. And then if they're good, do, do close out the troubleshooting. You figure out your problem. If fault remains, then you continue on. On the bleeder control panel, perform the wiring checks. For an open circuit between the pins of the connectors and aircraft ground to follow. So you get your multimeter out. And you check the pins. Make sure that the power will actually flow through the pins. If there's continuity, you continue. If there's no continuity to ground, that's when you go to step five. In step five, you replace the bleed air control panel. If that's the case, you order parts. You do close it out if all those, all those do work. So next thing we're gonna look at is we're gonna look at another big one. We're gonna go to APU Gen Off. So of course APU Gen Off, that's a big one. We're going to see APU Generators Off. Um, this is indicating, of course, that the APU Generator is off. And it's good to, I like it how it shows the description. So a fault description, of course, is anything that will explain to you what the problem of the, the issue is. And what I'm learning is there's going to be multiple, there can be multiple issues on a cause especially with an APU where there's a bunch of different systems running through them. So a possible cause of an APU issue, of course, can be the GCU, which is the control unit, control panel, the actual APU, the full authority digital engine controller, or wiring. And this one has nine steps. So there's, there's a bunch of things like I went through. There's a bunch of ways you can go through it. Uh, there's tips on it as well. That's why SmartFix Plus, I feel like, is easier to actually read through. Now, like I said, this is a tutorial on reading different cast meshes colors, so I'm not going to go too in-depth with the actual troubleshooting through it. But now, another thing I like to do through SmartFix is you're going to have different colors through each section. So we're going to go to electrical. So ATA Chapter 24, I've already went over a couple white ones, so now we're going to go to blue and blue sometimes a lot of a lot of maintenance vendors will will have concerns of blue 
especially with generators and TRUs and APU batteries, so it's 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 a big issue. So now the one the one thing I like about a lot of Bombardier aircraft is it'll throw up a blue a blue message, especially blue sign message, if there's a circuit breaker that's been tripped. So now on the global global five thousands, global series aircraft, it's an advisory message. So, you know, this is its message is monitored already, so that's pretty cool. And it's monitored by the EMS CDU. So once you find the CDU has been tripped and the EMS has been tripped, that's where you go to troubleshooting recommendations. And it's not just the troubleshooting to find the problem. There's A through B. So the first step with this is on the EMS CDU, push on the stat button. So this is literally going step by step. Look at the CDU, you know, push the stat button and locate the virtual or thermal CB that tripped. So then when you find that, once you see the thermal CB that's tripped or the virtual one that's tripped, then you can go to that page and so on and so forth. It's pretty, it's pretty cool how each of them has different sections. So that was the Cyan one. Now, like I mentioned before, Cyan can be an advisory, so it can be concerning at first. So now we're going to go to back to Cyan again. And the thing I like about this, the SmartFix Plus is if you go to the, each message that can be the problem, it'll tell you what the problem is. So, for instance, if you have, you're going to have four generators on, on the global series, on each, two on each engine. So, like, generator four has failed. It says gen four failed. The problem is the generator four has failed. Easy. If you have an APU battery charger fail, you know, it's a charger, it's bad. APU generators failed, APU generators failed. So, I mean, these are common, more common sense in this aspect of field. It starts getting difficult when you have multiple colors at the same time, but even then you can pinpoint it, you can connect each of them to each. So for instance, if you have a generator one and generator three fail, most likely they're gonna be, that's gonna be two failed generators. If you have all four of them failures, you know that the one, all of them are bad. And if all of them are bad, that's when you order parts and you replace it. And those are items that you cannot MEL, so that's very important as well. So after blue and white, we start getting a little more severe in this case. I'm not saying blue is not severe, it can be severe. But the other thing we're going to go through is we're going to go back to HH, ATA chapters. Let's go back. We're going to do another main issue with a lot of these aircraft, and that's flight controls. So we're going to go to we're going to go to yellow now, or amber. Yes, yeah, so a lot of it's going to show up yellow, but a lot of people will say amber. So another big one is the rudder limiter fail. So now, something like this, you know, you got to be able to open up your spectrum of prob possible problems on the airplane. Possible causes can be the FCUs, the limiting, the rigging, could be anything. But we're going to go through the troubleshooting recommendations. And the cool thing about this is you can, you can use the PMAT for this. And if you don't know what a PMAT is, it's basically some, it's a portable, portable laptop that you plug into the airplane to figure out faults and stored faults. So the big thing we're going to find out, and especially for each unit, is you're going to have a bunch of items that are going to pop up. And once these pop up, 
it's gonna take you to that. So, like I said, it can it really take you to different spots. Uh, mock trim fails. Once that pops up, it'll tell you what to do to fix. And you're gonna use the central aviation maintenance computers, and a lot of these globals have them. So with globals, it's easier to actually determine what, where the problem is located. It gives us maintenance guys a good hand, and it gives everyone a more of a calmer perspective. Instead of ordering six to seven parts for something, you order one, and you figure out it there, and you fix it instead of MELing something. Of course, once you have you have yellows, everything starts to change. You get a, you get a sound, you know, you get a different type of perspective on it. Yeah, it's going to take you a little bit more time, and yes, the, you're going to be billing a little bit more for for hours and wages. When you have a flap fault, yeah, of course, that means the flap's been shut down. When you have a flap fail, actuation and ops. So usually, when you have a fail and a fault, fault means it was starting, but then it failed. And a good explanation is this: is when my first my first uh, school I did was with an MD-80 series aircraft, and I learned about multiple faults with doors, ram air doors, and APU doors. So the APU and MD-80 has a ram air door in the rear, and it's a T-tail, kind of like the Globals and the Challengers. So it's it's a longer airplane, and the MD-80 also has a multitude of mechanisms that will control it and a lot of logic and the md-80 is one of those older airplanes that was starting to get into logic at that point so when you see something that would pop up you see uh, apu door fault so when you see a fault you know that it stopped and when you troubleshoot it you understood that it was it was starting but it would not continue to start the flap fail as i said when you get a failure it means that the actuation is an op, so it will not even start. It won't even begin to start. It will just literally not move. So that's a good thing to learn is maintenance text is fault equals fault, fail equals it will not start. Like I said before, fault means it started, but it shut down. Another good example of a different type of fault issue, we're going to go to hydraulic power. And this one happens a lot with people with different airplanes and vendors I've noticed is where you're going to have a system that's going to have a low quality to it. So, of course, we're going to do hydraulic system one low quality. Of course, low quality means it's low for operation during flight. And a lot of times you have to pressurize it to actually get it to that. So when you go to low qual- low quantity, that's when they tell you the, the fluid temperature, uh, the weight on wheels, the possible causes... And most of the time, they'll they'll just tell you, you know, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna refill it. If it goes away, you know, you're good. If it doesn't, continue on to something else. So the hydraulic rat pump fail. Once the ram rammer turbine fails, you know that it will not start at all. But sometimes it's not producing the amount of pressure. So when it has hydraulic low pressure failure, that means it's not getting the amount of pressure it's supposed to be getting. And that can also mean an oil pressure. Low oil pressure means it's not getting the right amount of oil pressure to the engine. So we went over amber, we went over cyan, we went over white. We're going to go over red this time. And red is where you're going to have to be really concerned. And a lot of the red ones, of course, are fires, overspeed, uh, no power at all, loss of avionics, smoke in the cabin, etc. Um... The big one 
another big one is landing gear. You're going to hear the sound regardless. Um, the biggest one that you should be worried about, I mean, all, of course, all of them are worried, worrisome when you're flying, but engine fire. So when you get an engine fire, of course, you're going to make sure that the right engine fire has been put out and the it has been extinguished. Now, sometimes the right engine fire, a lot of the times, it will be a fire, but sometimes there might be a bad wiring inside the, the fire the fire system, and then you have to replace that wire. Now, that becomes a little scary and sketchy sometimes, so you got to be able to make sure you're with someone that's done it before. When there's a bad right engine fire, a loop, or a controller, then you got to replace the controller. And in that position, you're going to have to check to see what the manual will say to troubleshoot it, especially since that's when it starts getting a little bit more difficult. All right, we're going to go back to the ATA chapters. We're going to go back to colors again. So now when we go to message color and we go to red, um, there's some precautions you're going to have to, you're going to have to take, especially if you see it when you're taxiing an airplane or something. And a good one is that is... Another good one with that is gear warning. So if you are a private pilot and you are taking off your airplane um, and you get the your landing gear will not go up or you will not go down, um, that's usually a scenario where you gotta you know take it into effect. But when you're doing a gear swing on an aircraft and you know you have the airplane on jacks, you're swinging the gears and they don't come down and the message comes up. That's when you, you tell all your, your mechanics to get away from the gears. You make sure you're in a safe position. And if you can, call the person in the cockpit so you understand what's going on and they can figure it out. Make sure there's no uh, there's no faults anywhere. So sometimes the gear warning like that could be even the radar altimeter. It could be a lot of other things that play into this. So that's more of a troubleshoot. That is going to take a long time. Not all troubleshoots are going to take five minutes. Some will take five hours. Some might take five days. You never know. It all depends on how extreme the problem can be to the airplane. So now, like I I said, troubleshooting through SmartFix is actually really convenient because it has different methods that you can have, and that's on all Bombardier aircraft. Textron has a lot of things similar where they have the different cast messages. Embraer has their own system, and... Um, Gulfstream has their own system. So, you know, there's a lot of similarities between all of them. And some are easier to read and some of them are more of a pain in the ass to read. And I like what they do with they show the different colors and they show what can be fixed for that. Other than that, that's really all I have on troubleshooting through different colored messages. That's basically just the, the basic into it. There's other things you can do. Um, you can go a little more in depth in the troubleshooting. You can select your color. You can see what else is going on. You can call Bombardier's support channel. You can call your whatever vendor you need you work for. It's all it all differentiates from that. Other than that, though, um, I will be posting more episodes. I promise. A lot has been going on with work and stuff. Uh, it's been good moving forward through a lot of stuff, and uh, I'll give you guys more hints on what to do with different types of maintenance issues. This is Miles of Literally Just Airplanes, signing off. Thank you, guys.